I think that defeats the whole purpose. <laughs> but but it would make it way more sanitary. Way, way more sanitary. Welcome to I Tell My Husband the News. I'm Shannon Ray Green, a journalist at USA Today. Each week, I catch my husband up on all the stories he may have missed. He doesn't really like to read or watch the news, so I'm pretty much his sole news source. It's a big responsibility. My husband, Dusty Terrell, is a local comedian in the Washington, D.C. area. Thanks for being here, Dusty. Thanks for having me, Shannon. Hey, Dusty. Hey, Shannon. How are you doing? How was your weekend? It was great. We didn't do a whole lot. It was nice to have those. We went to a Halloween party. Which was fun. Happy Halloween. Happy Halloween. Oh, spooky. (laughs) We are having a very happy Halloween because we have to thank someone who gave us a five-star review. Thanks very much, MNGal94. We really appreciate your five-star review. Thank you so much. We really appreciate it. Please keep those five-star reviews coming on Apple Podcasts. It means a lot. We also got a really nice email from Catherine Strelo. Thanks, Catherine. You can always email us at I tell my husband the news at usatoday.com. And you can tweet us. I'm at Dusty Terrell. And I'm at Shannon Ray Green. Happy Halloween, everybody. Celebrating Halloween on a Saturday, thousands signed petition asking Trump to change date. This was written by my colleague Jackie Raywald, who works at the Springfield Newsletter, which is part of the USA Today network. She writes, Nothing beats giving kids a bunch of sugary treats on a school night, said no parent ever. (laughs) But it's changing the day we celebrate Halloween from October 31st to the last Saturday in October, the answer. Thousands of people seem to think so. As of last Friday morning, nearly 8,000 people had signed a Change.org petition to President Donald Trump urging him to join the Saturday Halloween movement, which calls on the government to change the date Americans celebrate Halloween. The petition was started by the Halloween and Costume Association, a nonprofit that represents the costume and Halloween industries. In the petition, the association argues that changing the date would make it a, quote, safer, longer, stress-free celebration, unquote. No word yet from the White House if Trump is on board. According to History.com, Halloween's origins date back to the ancient Celtic festival of Samhain. The Celts, who lived 2,000 years ago in the area that is now Ireland, the United Kingdom, and northern France, celebrated their new year on November 1st. This day marked the end of summer and the harvest and the beginning of the dark, cold winter, a time of year that was often associated with human death. Celts believed that on the night before the new year, the boundary between the worlds of the living and the dead became blurred. On the night of October 31st, they celebrated Samhain, when it was believed that the ghost of the dead returned to Earth. The petition offers these stats and tips. There are 3,800 Halloween-related injuries each year. Talk to your kids about safety before they head out. 82% of parents don't use high-visibility aids on their costume. Be sure to incorporate reflective tape, glow sticks, finger lights, or light-up accessories. 63% of children don't carry a flashlight while they are trick-or-treating. Grab a clip-on light if you don't want to carry one. Children are more than twice as likely to be hit by a car and killed on Halloween. Discuss safety, pre-plan a route, stay on sidewalks, and use crosswalks. 
65% of parents don't discuss Halloween safety with their children. Talk with your kids and offer ways to ensure a fun and safe experience. 70% of parents don't accompany their children trick-or-treating. The petition advises parents to put on a costume and tag along. 51% of millennials say Halloween is their favorite holiday. The petition asks, why cram it into two rushed evening weekday hours when it deserves a full day? Do we really need the president's sign-off on this? I mean, couldn't we all just make a, a social agreement that says, yeah, just go trick-or-treating on Saturday? Since we don't get Halloween off from work, is it even really considered a national holiday? I mean, all you have to do is just get, like, calendar makers on board. <laughs> Even if this petition gets approved by the White House, how quickly would people follow suit? I'm not sure. Yeah, I mean, I don't know how adults are supposed to have their their Halloween parties if they have to be busy trick-or-treating. So everybody knows Saturdays for the Halloween party and uh, the weekdays for those little kids to get their candy. Yeah. <laughs> if it's a full-day event, I mean... They, they're going to make like 10 rounds. Yeah. I can't afford that much candy, Shannon. You want to know what my Halloween costume is this year? Yeah. It's just a big sign that I wear around my neck that says, get off my lawn, I don't have any candy for you. That's a terrible costume. I've already eaten all the candy that we bought for <laughs> the trick-or-treaters. They should have made it on Saturday because... <laughs> And the candy had a chance. Yeah, then the candy would have survived those extra two days. <laughs> you know, I thought that you would, when you heard the story, you'd just be like, well, all the cool adults are already doing Saturday is Halloween. Yeah. I <laughs> so mean, we had a non issue. We had a Halloween party last weekend, and we have one coming up this weekend, too. So kids just got to get on board. <laughs> just go out on Saturdays. Yeah. What are you doing? You don't need nobody's permission. Just. Put on a costume, walk around Saturday before Halloween, <laughs> get all the candy you like. Is Halloween one of your favorite holidays? Definitely not. You want to know why? Why? Because I don't get any presents. Where are my presents? <laughs> That's so selfish. Isn't it a present to go to all these parties? Isn't that considered like an experience and a present and a fun time? It was kind of fun in college, but I think it's lost its, uh, its appeal. What's your favorite holiday? My birthday. <laughs> and that just happened. It's close to Halloween, yeah. This is the secret to keeping your teeth perfectly clean without flossing. It's a shortcut that could even save your life. I'm ready because I refuse to floss my teeth. It's <laughs> You know, it takes too much time and I hate it. This was written by my colleague, Nancy Dunham. She works for Reviewed.com, which is part of the USA Today network. She writes, you might think of a water flosser as a nice little luxury, something akin to a towel heater or an aromatherapy diffuser, a nice to have, but not a necessity. That's where you're wrong. <laughs> It turns out that using a water flosser, which uses a thin jet of water instead of string to clean between your teeth and below your gum line, might just lessen your chance of a heart attack or blood clots. According to a report by Harvard Medical School, that's because plaque and bacteria in your mouth can travel to your heart. Caring for your teeth impacts your whole health, just like mom always said. Take it from me, I somehow developed periodontitis, which means pockets between my teeth and gums that 
led to bacteria buildup and infection. The deep cleaning by a periodontist that followed is nothing I'd want to repeat. It hurts. After my cleaning, my dentist advised me to use a water pick to maintain my oral health. Dr. Kumar T. Vadovel, a board-certified periodontist and gum specialist in Carrollton, Texas, said, quote, Research studies show that even the string floss is not as effective as a water pick. It removes the plaque in between the teeth more effectively than anything else. I highly recommend it, unquote. I'd had a bad experience with the water flosser about 10 years ago and was not hopeful this time around either. But the water pick Aquarius water flosser proved me wrong. What was this bad experience? He pointed at his eye. <laughs> well, you did that recently. I did do that. I didn't <laughs> realize. So I just got a water pick after my dentist has been telling me to get one for like the last two years. And... uh and it's nice. It it is it is better than flossing with the string, and uh, but it's also weird. I I don't know. You just have to drool all over the place, and you got to make sure the on button's not on before you turn on the base so that you don't squirt yourself with it. Just like you did yesterday. It was so funny because you made this noise like because ah! <laughs> you were so surprised by it. <laughs> oh man. So do you need a water pick? According to the experts, yes, everyone should use a water flosser. Use regularly. It will inevitably improve your oral health and even prevent serious illnesses like heart attacks and strokes. Personally, I was impressed with its sleek design and its ease of use. Dr. Vaudeville did offer an important caveat. He said, quote, nothing takes the place of regular professional cleanings, but using a water pick is absolutely the best thing you can do for your dental health. Oh, big surprise. The dentist doesn't say that you can replace him. <laughs> well, it is important. It's interesting. We did a story about Halloween and a story about taking care of your teeth. It's very this week appropriate. That's right. After you eat all that candy, uh-huh. make sure you get a water flosser and, and jettison out all the sugar. <laughs> yeah. Are you going to buy me a water flosser now so I can have my own? No. Why can't you just use mine? They gotta be separate. Is that gross? Like using each other's toothbrush? I think it's a little different because it's not like you're touching the tip of the water flosser, right. right? Even the water flosser is not, it's not like something you can do while you're watching TV or no. something. You know, you gotta do it over the sink. So you still have to, like, if you drag yourself up to bed and you're real tired, you gotta remember that you still gotta go do it. Yikes. Now that's scary. <laughs> And last today, we've got the lightning-fast headline roundup. Does Dusty care about these stories in the slightest? Here we go. This one habit can make your bathroom way more sanitary. Don't poop in it. (laughs) I think that defeats the whole purpose. But... But it would make it way more sanitary. Way, way more sanitary. Sisters' babies miraculously delivered on same day by same doctor. Sounds like that doctor's good at juggling. (laughs) First U.S. sign language Starbucks opens right here in D.C. I'm telling you how excited I am about it in sign language, but... That doesn't portray very well via podcast. (laughs) Headless chicken monster found in the depths of the Antarctic. And that, Shannon, is why I don't live in the Antarctic. (laughs) 50 best restaurants for vegetarians in the United States. I'm guessing 
Burger King's not on the list. <laughs> Starbucks' new Halloween drink is wicked good. Is it also wicked expensive? <laughs> Next week on I Tell My Husband the News. Well, I don't know. It hasn't happened yet. That's why it's called the news. <laughs> I Tell My Husband the News is part of the USA Today podcast network. New episodes come out every Monday. If you want to check out other podcasts from all across the USA Today network, just go to podcast.usatoday.com or find them wherever you listen to podcasts like Stitcher, SoundCloud, or Apple Podcasts. Thanks so much for listening. Bye. Bye. Bye-bye.